Welcome to Midweek Live, a podcast by North Point Community Church that's designed to help you get to know the people around you so we can do better and be better together. Midweek, so glad that you're here. I'm actually here with Marlene. Before I introduce Marlene a little bit more, I just wanted to let you guys know about one thing. Today's Ash Wednesday. Um, some of you probably already know this, and so um, we have two Lent studies that we're doing together as a group. Um, the links are right there in the description of the video that you're watching right now on YouTube and on Facebook, and so uh, make sure you check that out. We've got links in our Instagram and our Facebook um, posts as well. We'd love for you guys to do that with us and do it together as we celebrate Lent and begin our journey to Easter weekend, really. Yeah, so Marlene Hubble, so excited to have Marlene here. And actually what started this conversation, really what, what made me want to reach out to her on top of the ministries that I know that she has begun here and how much of an impact they've made, especially in 2020. Um, You shared on social media recently about your first experience coming to North Point. You actually started off by saying, I'm not going to get a Facebook memory. I'm not going to get a, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not listed anywhere, but this is what happened. Um, I came and it was different. It was life-changing. It was, oh, there you go. Um, yep, yeah, you're going to end up with a mic. Um, it was life-changing and really, when I think about it, just four years, how quickly, I mean, two ministries. Yeah, if we'll talk about NBI. There's been a lot of growth in your life at, as far as spiritually is concerned, I, I, from what I can see. Tremendous. Tremendous, yeah. 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 So take me as so it was uh, January 29th, right? January 29th, 29th 2017. Yeah. Way, thanks for the invitation today. Yeah. Really to, to be here today. Um, yeah, January 29th, 2017, um, I was at the end of the rope. There was no rope to tie knots in. Mm. Um, I was, mm. uh, you know, consumed with worry um, and uh, the weight of things that were my responsibilities at the mm. time, uh, which included, uh, you know, taking care of my dad in my own home uh, with caregivers, uh, mm. maintaining my self-employment, leading his life as well as leading mine with um, all that encompasses that. Mm. Uh, you know, for an elderly uh, parent. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, and also having been surrounded by a lot of family discord, hmm. uh, as both my parents aged for, you know, the ten years that discord existed prior yeah. to uh, 2017, uh, as each of them aged and their unhealthy relationship, you know, came to bleed over into their uh, their older years. Hmm. Um, you know, our family was well divided uh, mm. over a number of issues um, mm. that had occurred, and um, the weight of it was really heavy. Mm. And um, there was, um, you know, I'm a person that, you know, I, I, I take my responsibilities on, I give my word, I try to keep it as best I yeah. can. Um, you know, the, the weight of many things can add up. Mm. And um, I like to tell everybody when they ask me how I'm doing, I say, well, I'm keeping the, you know, all the balls are in the <laughs> air there. still. I'm juggling, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, by that... Um, by that period of time in 2017, um, you know, my knuckles were scraping the ground. Yeah. And uh, uh, the weight was so heavy and things that, um, things that I was maintaining weren't mm. working anymore. Um, mm. I, I was, you know, a conscientious worrier about everything, mm. um, you know, making sure that this was right and that was right and mm. something was on time and anticipating if something went wrong, what's the backup plan? And yeah. so you create those things in your mind yeah. about, you know, if this happens, I'll do that. If that happens, I'll do that. 
Right. So that you make sure that you have, um, you know, everything yeah. um, answered or anticipated. Um, and it was really burdensome. Um, yeah. Worry can be a, a very destructive um, oh. chore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, the physical, uh, ex like, exhaustion because of the mental exhaustion. Right. I've heard, I mean, all kinds of symptoms you can get on seriously just stress yeah I didn't I didn't sleep a lot yeah um, probably a couple hours a night yeah. um you know because I was either busy doing one thing or another and then worrying about what was coming next to keep up with yeah um and um I literally said to a friend of mine I, I, I'd break down all the time with her because mm. she was I could confide in her a lot and I literally said to her one day I said um I think I need a higher power mm. word for word and uh she said to me um you know I've I'd like to try that church over there sometime if you want to go with me. And I said, sure. And that was the, you know, that was North Point. I've lived yeah. across the train tracks from North Point for 30 years. Wow. Um, well, as long as at least. Right. As yeah, long as yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and I just actually never really knew it was here. Huh. Um, because the only church I really was affiliated with was when I was um, younger as a child. And, um, and that was across town. Okay. So, uh, so we plan to come yeah. on January 29, 2017. And, uh, and, you know, I came to church and it's, it was different hmm. um, because I'd been to um, a different church before that had a Catholic orientation. And so the okay. masses are very structured. And, oh, you know, yes. probably even today I've got, you know, two thirds of it memorized. Definitely. Um, and so you, you sort of knew what to expect. But walking into uh, North Point was, yeah. it was completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, people were active yeah. know, on the steps yeah. out front with signs yes. telling you that you look awesome yeah. and you're great to, happy to see you and all that. You don't get that in some churches. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, you walk into the lobby, you get the same thing. There's people that are just excited yeah. to see you yeah. um, because, um, you know, you have a value. And, mm. um, you know, when you crawl into church with the weight of the world on your back, mm. um, you're not certain that you have a value. Mm. Uh, and so, um, you know, so we went through the message. It was partway through the message running your race, mm. um, which later I would understand, but I, I didn't really understand right. it at that time. And um, the uh, the message that Pastor Steve gave um, <clears throat> included, um, uh, uh, what he said was, he said, Jesus has put something inside you mm. that he wants unleashed on the world for mm. God's glory. Mm. And I sat in the back row thinking, what is it? I, mm -hmm. God, what is it? I'm doing yeah. everything I can. I'm trying to do all yeah. the right stuff, but yeah. I'm, you know, I'm crumbling. I'm failing. Yeah. Are you part of you um, thinking another thing? <laughs> Well, I, I, what is the thing? Yeah, if what I'm is not the thing? doing it now, <laughs> if I'm not doing it now, then what, what is, is it? it? Exactly. Okay. Right. And um, yeah, so I sat in the back room and I cried a lot. Mm. And uh, but I kept coming back mm. um, because um, it wasn't working man's way. It wasn't mm. working my way. And um, I wanted to know what that thing was. Mm. You know. Yeah. So um, that was my first day here, but I, you know, I stuck with it. Yeah. So you said, so you did go to church as a kid, it sounds like, and then really maybe didn't getting out of school and maybe not having that influence from maybe parents, I assume, were the ones that kind of wanted you to go when you were younger. Well, you know, um, I, I always say we were taken to church because kids always get yeah. taken. Yep. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like they go, mm -hmm. mom, I want to go here yeah. today. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we were taken to church um, almost every week. We were, the, we were the family that would be, you know, 20 to 40 minutes late mm -hmm. um, because there was always discord at home before we got there. We'd go yeah. through church, then you'd get home again and the discord would continue. Yes. And so there wasn't a... Um, a continuation of the principles mm. um, that, mm. uh, you know, that a Christian life would lead yeah. or that um, that even were being taught. But I did appreciate in some sense, and God and I have talked about this, I've apologized to him <laughs> greatly. Um, I did appreciate that there was something greater out there. 
Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, if people would ask me if I was a religious person, I'd say, well, I, you know, I think I'm a faithful person, hmm. although even that was, uh, you know, fairly immature for a hmm. Christian. Um, and so I, I didn't know for a long time that you could have a relationship with God, yeah. that you could um, be someone chosen yeah. by God, yeah. um, that God would actually acknowledge and recognize yeah. you. Um, I didn't know any of that. And then, um, you know, through college and, you know, your early years of marriage, yeah. um, you know, because it wasn't a weekly thing that we went to on purpose uh, to maintain values, it was, it was just kind of more of an event in the yeah. week. Um, you know, I, I went to Christmas and Easter a couple times. I became that that mm-hmm. person because mm-hmm. I really liked the church we were in. And, and yeah. I just, I love the ceremonialness. Yeah. Is that a word? Uh, I'll take it because I make up words all the time. So for me, good. <laughs> There's a new urban dictionary. There, there. you go. We should add so, it. Uh, so there was, there was a ceremony that I really loved that was um, yeah. connected with those. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, when, when life started getting heavier and heavier, I just didn't go. Yeah. So. Really? So when things actually got harder it seems like that's the thing you kind of pulled away from. It was like maybe another thing to do or? Well, I, I didn't have a connection mm, to yeah. um, to make it something that was um, worthwhile to lean on in my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, because that wasn't the, you know, the, the teaching I had. I, I really wasn't brought up with much teaching and there wasn't, right. you know, there wasn't reinforcement of it yeah. uh, in my family. And that's why it's important to start kids young yeah. so that you get that reinforcement. What kept you coming back after January 29th? Well, I, I knew my plan wasn't working, my own individual without it. Yeah. But um, I like the fact that um, I could understand scripture through mm. the messages here, um, that there was a theme to it, that there was a purpose to every time you'd come, you know, mm. on a particular week, um, that there's a subject matter, mm. um, you know, that, that we teach about that instead mm. of just, you know, kind of splaying the whole Bible in front of you mm. in 45 minutes and picking a couple things mm. and singing some songs and leaving. There was mm. a purpose to each of the teachings mm-hmm. um, to, to, you know, to begin to build um, a faith-based background yeah. uh, and, a, and a Christian way of walking. Yeah. Um, and that really captured me. Yeah. Um, because I didn't have that and I was missing that. And yeah. um, you can tell when your soul's longing for something like that. Hmm. You know? Hmm. What was the first thing you stepped into? What was the first thing you like event you went to or study you started? Do you remember what it was? Sure. So um, uh, let's see. Uh, for for a long time, um, I you know I kept coming and I struggled with um, what to do. I, I knew where I need where I needed to be. Mm. I just didn't know where I needed to go. You know mm. what to do. And so the core classes came up, okay. and, uh, you know, there was always Bible studies, and I'm like, I'm not ready for that yet. But I, the, I, you needed to be more spiritual before you went to a Bible study? or <laughs> well, I didn't know enough about the Bible to attend a this Bible was, study, yeah. right? No, I think, yeah. that peop, I think that's a lot of reasons why people don't. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, took the, I started to take, to take the core classes yeah. uh, in the middle of, I think it was summer or late summer. Okay. And I took the core classes. I think they were once every week or two weeks or something. Yeah, when we did a fast track, it would be like once a week. So 101 and then the next week in 201, then the next week in 301 and 4. When you get them all done in like Close a month. That, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I scheduled my baptism um, okay. because, you know, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process right. here. Right. And, uh, and I need to make a commitment to, yeah. you know, to what direction my life's going to go. <clears throat> and so I scheduled my baptism. And uh, about a week before my baptism, I really, really struggled. Hmm. I struggled um, probably more than I ever would hmm. have in a relationship. Um, I struggled because um, I had a lot of misconceptions about hmm. what Christianity looks like after you say yes hmm. uh, and after you give your word to God that this hmm. is the relationship I want the rest of my life. Hmm. Um, I struggled with things like um, vulnerability. 
Hmm. Um, I struggled with, you know, the shame I had for the family events that had occurred. Um, I struggled with forgiveness. Hmm. Um, you know, do I have to become a doormat and, uh, hmm. you know, forgive everybody that's been hurtful? Hmm. Um, and then, you know, pretend like it never happened, you know, forgive right. and forget, yeah. uh, which is not accurate it's, at all. Well, it's not possible to some degree, right? <laughs> you right. Know? Well, right. I mean, you, you should remember in order to understand, right. you know, how not the to The weight of the things. forgiveness comes with sure. the remembering of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so, uh, so I really had a, a huge struggle. Mm. And uh, during that week before my baptism, um, I, I would constantly, I'd, I'd be headed somewhere and I would just break down and I'd start arguing with God over mm. making this commitment and not understanding, mm. you know, who I'm supposed to be after I say yes, mm. you know? the doormat, the Christian mm -hmm, that's, you know, mm -hmm. doesn't fight back for anything. Right. But um, I know now, today, I know God loves his warriors. Yeah. Um, and um, there was a, a particular point in time where um, I was just, I was just arguing with God so much hmm. as I was on my way downtown. And, uh, and God just simply said to me, just trust me. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It was quieting. It was comforting. Hmm. I know that's who was talking to me. Hmm. And, um, and I said, okay. Yeah. And I gave my word and didn't look back. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I struggled with, with trust from all the hurts yeah. that had happened from then. Yeah. And, uh, and if there was one voice that would have said, um, my shoulders are bigger than yours. Mm. Um, I can help you do this. Mm. I'll stand with you in it. Mm -hmm. um, and I won't withdraw my promise. Yeah. That was God. Yeah. I think of the scripture that says that God's, um, he says, you know, God's not man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. You know, like that's what he was basically telling you in that moment. I'm you know not what? a person. I'm not going <laughs> to let you down, you know? So I'm going to say this, um, and I, and I wasn't going to say this cause it's, it's very, uh, personal to me. Um, I write Christian poetry from time to time when mm. something really moves me. Mm. And I wrote a poem about that event and that's exactly the scripture I put in it. Mm. Funny. You should bring that up. It's one yeah. of the verses that really stand out to me for that exact reason, because right. so much of our lives, we look to other people to bring us happiness, to, to make us feel fulfilled or help us to have a label like wife or mother or whatever. And, um, and God is all about just loving you right where you're at. Right. Not that you need to do anything to accept that, but that he's going to show you the way he's going to guide you. You know, think of even marriage, you know, if we had to be professional at marriage before we got married, none of us would get married. Oh, <laughs> right? We don't, we don't get a practice spouse. You, this, you practice with your no, there's spouse. There's no two-overs There's no two, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work that yeah. way. Um, so that's great. That is great. Core classes. Um, it's funny that you would say that because you actually are a part of core classes now. Am I right? I am. I am. And so um, I, I didn't finish your question because oh, I yeah, got go off on a it. story. And so I'm sorry about that. I'll come back to, to yeah. 301. Um, so God knows I love math. I told this in the core class, which is why this is a, kind of a cool tie-in. Um, God knows I love math. I was in math and science, you know, for years um, uh, as uh, high school and college. Wow. And um, so I walked in here January 29, 2017. I didn't know it, but I actually had scheduled my baptism for October 29, 2017. Oh, my goodness. Can you do the math on how many months that is? Um, no, not that fast. Okay, it's nine months. So what do you think of when you think of nine months? <laughs> the birth of a child. A new life, right? Yes. Yeah, a new life that's born. Yeah. Coincidentally, um, that date, my baptism date is also um, three days before my earth birthday. Wow. Yeah, there's something about the number three. Three? Yeah. Pretty important number. Right, Pretty right. important number. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and today is, is Lent. 
It is. And, uh, and we'll bring that up too. Yeah. You want me to bring that up? Yeah. So yeah, so I started teaching the core classes um, sometime later um, after um, I actually walked into Pastor Shane's office and I said, I'd like a leadership position. <laughs> and uh, and I ended up doing, um, you know, a little bit of catering duties mm. for a couple times, mm -hmm. um, you know, so you can see what the class is like, see mm. if you're actually if that's what you want to do. And right. I, I love Core 301. Yeah. Um, I think it's the most incredible class to... Yeah, it's um, one of my favorite. ...help you actually literally... I think it works. Yeah. Literally find, um, you know, who you are to the core. There's always surprises in it for yes. some people. Uh-huh. Um, because you don't think about, you know, what God has planned for you. We think about what we're doing in our life walking through right, right. now. Right. And so we don't think about what the future holds yeah. for us, um, you know, once we uh, once we just let him take over. Yeah. You know? Well, I think yeah. with 301, what's really fun is um, I, I always love kind of getting to know I like, I like taking personality tests and kind of getting to know like why we're shaped specifically the way that we are. And that's been so really cool about 301 is it did, it goes, well, goes through those processes with you to kind of help you see what your spiritual gifts are. And, you know, it, it takes into account your, your personal experiences in life, what your abilities are, you know? And so it's just a really, it's a really interesting thing. And it's a really a look at how you are made so specifically for like the goodness that God has planned for you to reach others. Right, exactly. And you know what's really representative of that is um, Tanya, who I co-teach with. Uh, she's terrific at this class. She got me all energized the first time I took it. She actually found Paul's shape, mm. the Apostle Paul. Nice. So if you'd like to know what that is, you know, catch, Come the, to next, the, next catch the next 301 <laughs> class. Yeah, it's, it was incredible. I was blown away. I'm like, how come we've never seen this before? That's we great. teach the class. Yeah. That's great. It was incredible. Awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about how, okay, so there's two ministries that you've kicked off since being here, correct? Uh, with God's help. Yep. Okay. Yep. So elder care. Yeah. This is the one I'm so excited about because 2021 has probably been such a unique time for a ministry like elder care. Um, it was a unique time before for sure, but 2021 for a lot of our elders has really meant seclusion, Very separation. Um, they really haven't been able to see a lot of family. So how, so how long has elder care been around? So that's a really good question too. <laughs> and, and, uh, it comes back to God's math. Hmm. Um, so, um, a couple weeks after my dad passed away in early 2018, um, I was uh, I was up late one night, and the Holy Spirit put in my heart to um, ask the church to uh, create something hmm. for not only elders but people who are caring for their elders. Because yes. I know I'm not the only person that has elderly people in my Correct. life, and um, and that needed some support and some mm -hmm. development so that we could um, step out into that um, community as well. Yeah, and so. <clears throat> So I wrote Pastor Steve an email. Um, I saw him the next day. Um, I, they must read their emails at 4 a.m., as far <laughs> as I can tell. Uh, and the next day was, you know, church. And so we talked about it a little mm. bit, and he put me in touch with Pastor Mike. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the idea. We talked about um, the concept of it. Um, and we scheduled the first meeting mm. uh, for July 29th, 2018. 29th again. <laughs> It's exactly nine months from my baptism. Oh my now, I'm telling you, God's doing something. It's, wow. It, it works different wow. for people, but he's like, hey, Marlene, remember yes. when? Yes. Yeah. So um, so that was a new life was born in the in the uh, ministry there. Yeah. Um, by God's design. And, and it's odd because we were going to do it the week before, but I had something on calendar already. So yeah. something the, the, intentional. You, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the elder care ministry has been around since July of 2018. Okay. Uh, we're headed on, what, two and a half, mm -hmm. two and a half years now. Yeah. 
And um, <clears throat> I think it's just a tremendous ministry because uh, the way it has grown, um, I'm convinced, and you can't argue me out of this, but I'm convinced that God handpicks our members. Hmm. Um, they are people who are dedicated to hmm. uh, elders. They're dedicated to the concept of the process of getting, getting you know, uh, aging, the yeah. aging process. Um, they are people who um, have either uh, uh, taken care of yeah. elders uh, or are, are elders, yes. but very active who right. can take care of other elders or they're young people who know that mm. their parents are someday going to be in the category wow. where a, a greater amount of assistance is yeah. needed. Yeah. Yeah. I know my parents would fit right in there. I, yeah. I feel like, you know, there will all come a time, I'm sure for majority of us where we will be caring for those that we love. Right. And it is exhausted, exhausting. I have seen it in my parents. Um, we were even talking before we, we started, you know, just depending on what it is that the person you're caring for is walking in. Um, you know, like I said, I have um, aunt and grandparents that, you know, had dementia. Um, and those are hard. It, it, I remember my dad being told um, that he needed to go to like a support group to really help. Um, because there was just so much weight to get it right and, 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 you know, to, to try and, and help in all the right ways. And there was a part of it that he needed to learn to kind of let go of some of those things because there was no winning over her memory. Like it wasn't going to happen. Um, and he had to accept that she's going to maybe say some things that were hurtful. We know those are not true. (laughs) You know, you know, those are not true. Right. And that's where I think it's really beautiful to have that support, to have people around you that you can talk with. Right. And and that was one of the um, one of the concepts that we first started mm-hmm. with when we all sat down as a team and over the couple mm-hmm. of months the first couple of months of development was to start an education series. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got God's call to go do ministry to a number of assisted living facilities, so the education series mm-hmm. um, didn't develop initially like we we wanted to. But in uh, in two thousand and twenty. Uh, in January, we kicked off the education series. Nice. Uh, we got two months into it before COVID yeah. said we couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of people interested. We want to get back to that yeah. again. Um, but the purpose of the education series um, is is multifold. You know, to talk about things that happen when you're aging, you know, to maybe do some medical type mm. of things that even common people mm. can learn, mm-hmm. um, to talk about the way that we should behave towards the people we're caring for um, yeah. in a Christian demeanor. Yeah. Um, because many people, uh, you know, place their elders in a home and don't visit them right. or they visit them once a month. Right. Um, and my concept is, and, and the idea that um, I want to bring back to people is that yeah. um, they're part of your family. They're part of you. Right. Um, they're not just once they reach a certain age, right. just an object to be put on a shelf. Yeah. Um, that uh, elders are part of our community uh, yeah. and someday we will be them. Yeah. Uh, so we create now how right. we want to be treated in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That is really great. Yeah. And I also think, um, you know, the importance of the support when it comes to making medical decisions. Oftentimes, this these are the family members that are having to make really, really hard decisions. And the more that you lose family along the way, the less you have support from your family to be making those decisions. And I know that was also very hard part of caring. Sure. Oh, very difficult at all. I'd be up till two and three in the morning sometimes reading yeah. over medications, what they do for you, cross-referencing yes. them, yeah. you know, learning physical, you know, systems components mm-hmm. and how your body works. It's a big engine. It's, you know, yeah. there's a lot to it. Yeah. So yeah. what does elder care look like in 2020? So in 2020, um, the other thing that we were doing just before 2020 was we were doing um, our sacred Saturdays. Okay. Uh, we would go to four different assisted living facilities 
facilities on a Saturday morning, and we would basically conduct a message service. Nice. Um, you know, some age-appropriate, generation-appropriate yes. music, I should say, yep. um, and uh, and a message that we would compose. That's great. Um, you know, to talk about a topic, um, yeah. to talk about, you know, baptism mm. or, you know, the armor of God, things mm. like that. Uh, we talked about a lot of different ones. And... Um, uh, we would do communion and, and COVID cut that off mm -hmm. um, because we do it in person. Yeah. And um, there was so much value to having that personal connection yeah. uh, with individuals to being right there, to be able to pray with them. Yeah. Uh, we've had, we've had people turn to Christ um, mm. when some of our members would just sit with them and, and, you know, grieve with them over mm. things that were going on. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it's such a personable ministry yeah. um, that, um, you know, doing things with, with tech is, is so distant. Mm. And most of them don't have the tech right. and, and being, you know, one-on-one, hand-to-hand, -on -hand, face-to-face yeah. and, you know, prayer to prayer with them. Right. Um, you know, with your voice praying with them is is so empowering. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it just it it brings Christ down to a personable level that mm -hmm. um, people know that they're not forgotten. Mm. Um, they know that He's still there yeah. for them, uh, and that even when we walk away after the service is over, that they can take that with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, throughout their day, yeah. throughout their week, yeah. until they and that the that could month. sustain them for a couple of days, just being intentionally in a conversation with someone means the world. Right. means the world. Right. Yeah. 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 And it was just exciting to know that they were looking forward to us again. Yeah. And we, we built relationships with them. Yes. So those are our, you know, sort of our mini churches. Yes. In the, uh, you know, in the assisted living yeah. facilities around us. That's beautiful. Yeah. Home base is another one that was just getting started. It was. Um, I mean, just, I want to say like what, this, like a year ago, maybe? Uh, yeah, actually, you know, um, home base was created out of the, out of the need for uh, COVID. Uh, when the church started to reach out as part of their um, calling out to people to yeah. see how everybody was doing, make sure yeah. that they knew we were here. Um, you know, I said to Pastor Steve, I said, you know, we need a ministry that does this, that reaches yeah. out instead of waiting for people to come to us. We need to actually go out there. Right. Um, so we transformed that into uh, the concept of a ministry. And it's still, you know, it's still fairly fresh. It's still brand new. We're still right. um, transforming our identity and creating uh, yeah. who we are yeah. in that ministry. But we've connected with... Um, uh, skilled nursing facilities. Mm. We have uh, some relations going on with them. We have, you know, people call yeah. on a weekly basis over the telephone and uh, talk with them, give them some spiritual yeah. support and some encouragement. And I've known people who have talked about a North Pointer calling their parent, their grandparent, their family member. Right. And how in the, the much of the world, I, Kevin, Kevin's mom, I mean, he said that, I don't remember who the person was, but um, his mom was at his house and, and a North Pointer called his mom and she was just so excited to have a conversation Thanks, and it just meant great. the world to him um, that somebody outside of their family was willing to just call and check in, check up on them and have a conversation and pray with them. Right meant the world to her. Right. Yeah. And so we're still doing that. Um, yeah. You know, it's the, the difficulty is that, um, you know, if, if we can't see you because you're not in a, in a facility somewhere, yeah. we don't necessarily know that you're out there. Right. I mean, we know through church roles, we know through mm. word of mouth. Um, but the thing that we want to encourage mm. people to do is if you know somebody that um, could use a faith-based call, um, let us know. Yeah. You know, home base uh, at northpoint.org. Yeah. Uh, or call the church office. Um, we have people who uh, will, you know, call you and do whatever extent we can right now. Yeah. Uh, during the, you know, semi COVID yeah. 
you know, yeah. confusion ever, of rules. Ever, ever flexing. Yeah, ever changing. Yeah, we, we deliver communion. We'll mm. deliver a Bible to you. Um, you know, we, we did the uh, the air filters yes. for people. Yes, when, uh, when the fire was just, you know, the smoke in the air yes. everywhere. Um, you know, and people can't get out to do that themselves, and they don't think about it necessarily. Yeah. So, uh, you know, home base wants to be your home base, and it's not just necessarily about elders. It's about anybody who's anybody. homebound. Yeah. Uh, you could be recovering from surgery and be homebound. Yeah. Um, you could have other restrictions on you. Um, mm. Even people who, you know, who uh, still don't want to go out yeah. you know, with the COVID things going on. Oh, for on. sure, for sure. Uh, everyone's homebound. It, it, well, and yeah. you know, if they're immune deficient or have a, you know, a compromise in that way, then yeah, they may spend longer times inside than as this starts to open, they may be the people that stay a little bit more indoors and they're a little bit more cautious, which is understandable. Right. And we want to be your home base. Yeah. So we want I to be love that. I love that you brought up you the filters. Back to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you need something, you need to look for something, you want some support. Yeah. Uh, we want to be your home base. Yeah. So home base at northpoint.org. You can email that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So a year ago today, <laughs> you were going where? We left uh, just about this time for Israel. <laughs> wow! Coincidental. Yes, that I'm here today. Here we here we go again with the, the day. Yes. I'm telling you, I see. I'm, I don't make this up. It's you know God's doing something. Wow! Yeah. 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 So it was a first trip to Israel. Yes. I'm sure you probably want to go back. Um, it was an incredible trip. Yeah. Um, I'd go back. I, I would probably jog a little more and take some more steps because <laughs> going up and down on the bus, you know, 20 times a day really yes. gets you. Um, there's, yeah, there's, there's a fair amount of exertion involved in it, but Israel was fabulous. It was incredible. It was, um, you know, it's, it's exactly what people say it is, which Mm. is putting, putting the reality to the Mm. words of the Bible, to scripture. Yeah. So some of the, name off some of the places you got a chance to see when you were there. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite was Galilee. I loved being in the mm. Galilee area. Mm. Um, you know, we, I mean, we went everywhere. We went yeah. on the, on the Della Rosa. Um, wow. you know, we went into Jerusalem. Wow. Uh, we were in so many different places. Um, yeah. you know, Masada, yes. um, gosh, it's, you know, the salt sea. Yes. Um, you go in the salt water there. Wow. And if you float, right? Yeah. 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 There's the salt concentration is extremely thick. Yes. Very dense. Yeah. Yeah. But it was amazing to see. I think they always say it's a walk, walk where Jesus did, you know, walk in his steps. And that's a lot of what you're saying. Yes. You know, yes. You got a chance to know scripture and being, you guys went to places and scripture was read over you as you were kind of experiencing these moments where these things happen. Right. Right. Which just is a whole new level, I'm sure. Yeah, the Western Wall was particularly touching to mm. me. Um, just, I, I don't know. There's something, something about some people go there. They feel like they're an old soul that mm. you know that belongs there, and it felt that way to me. Mm. Um, there were several experiences that were just um, incredible. That um, felt like you know. I'm supposed to be there. And yeah. I, and I, you know, I went to Israel, um, knowing that I was looking for Jesus. Yeah. Um, I went, um, you know, the first time that we had the, uh, the interest gatherings where, you know, pastors yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. you know, if you're interested, yeah. here's the, you know, what's going on. Um, I just, every time I would look down on the schedule and I'd see Gethsemane, I'd get choked up, yeah. um, you know, because it's uh, just a powerful portion mm. of, of, you know, Jesus's last surrender, Absolutely. Um, you know, for what he's going to do for us. Yes. And, um, and so I went there, you know, with the intention of, of making that mm. um, sort of my main spiritual mm. focus of the trip, mm. um, which, uh, you know, uh, as, as Jesus or God would usually try to do, they, you know, it's, it's not your way. It's the way I want it to be. Yeah. Um, so Galilee um, had a particularly uh, spiritual mm. event for me rather yeah. than later on. And um, yeah. I'll carry that in my heart forever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You are um, a 
student of the Bible, you could probably say at this point. You're taking North Point Bible Institute. Um, it starts this weekend, in fact, with year two. Uh, so it stays very linear, linear in that you did year one, and now you're going into year two. If anyone wanted to join and do year one, we're going to have it completely available online. So we'll make sure to drop in links for that. But North Point Bible Institute is done um, by our amazing founding pastor, Steve. Very excited about it. He's, he's, he's a walking he's a encyclopedia. wealth of knowledge, yeah. this yeah. man, a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And um, just just seeing him, you know, as a part of the team, as a production team, I was part of the team when we were doing those first couple ones, um, just being in the room and hearing him unpack things and the roots of some of the words that we're seeing and the, you know, its original form or what the... Um, terrain looked like or why they traveled from here to here and helping you to see where they were going and how that looked and uh, amazing, amazing study. It is. And, and he constantly says, when we go to Israel, which means if you take the, you know, the classes, yeah. you should go to Israel. Yeah. And I would recommend it um, yeah. because it really does bring a lot of things to mm. life. Um, to see the terrain, to see how close things are to one another, mm. to see, you know, that from a certain point, you can see all the way to the Mediterranean. Wow. Um, to, to know just what a compact uh, country it is and that yes. so many things occurred within its, you know, within its boundaries. Yeah. There. Yeah. 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 So it's really terrific. Um, NBI is just, it's fabulous. I, I can't understate how important it is um, mm. to actually get that reinforcement yeah. uh, of knowing that there's that there's a concept and a theme and a storyline yeah. um, and it's all about God's will for us and and Pastor Steve just does a fabulous job Such with it. Such a good job. He's yeah. so good at teaching. I actually always called him the professor because he is very much like a professor. He yeah. really breaks things down so that you can completely understand it at a different level right. and so it's really, really helpful, really encouraging. I want to encourage you guys to be a part of it um, in any way, like either you're in year two with Marlene and you did year one or whether you want to step in uh, to year one for the very first time. It's a four-year program. Yeah, very valuable. Yeah, four-year. Yeah. And I think it's pretty reasonably, it's like $15. It's $15. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, you, you get a lot, you a get, lot for You your get money. a yeah. lot of bang for the buck for yep. sure. Marlene, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, we're going to put some links in there too. So homebase at northpoint.org. Is there a way they can reach you for... Um, uh, elder care? Elder care at northpoint.org. Elder care at northpoint.org. Pretty easy. Yeah. So maybe anything that we mentioned just stands out to you. Um, you can also just drop whatever you want, questions or anything like that. You can um, put them right there in the comments or just um, send us messages, give us a call here at the church office. You can always just email hello at northpoint.org and we will respond to you there. But thanks for taking the time My to just pleasure. unpack Thank some you, of Kim. this. Yeah, this is fantastic. Um, thanks so much for joining us today, guys. We hope that you make it a great rest of your Wednesday. We're halfway through, so we'll see you on Sunday. Have a good one. Thanks for joining us this week for Midweek Live. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media at NPCC Fresno. Thank you.